Hey there, I'm Peter Alsop. Today's song to chew is Needly Noodly. It's on my In the Hospital album. I wrote this one with Penny Peffley, one of the two pediatric nurses who initiated the whole In the Hospital project. We'll chew on some of these ideas after we listen to our song to chew for today. Here's Needly Noodly. What's an IV? It's this bottle thing here with the tube going down into my arm. It stands for intravenous. I have one too, Peter. It's just not hooked up right now. It's the way they put liquid medicine right into my bloodstream. At least you don't have to taste it. Does it hurt hurt? No, just when they put in the needle. I hate needles. It's like getting poked with uncooked spaghetti. Me too. But Diane says sometimes it's got to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, well, if I was the head head of this hospital here, things would be different. were noodles, I'd cook up caboodles so no one would ever get hurt. If I was the head of this hospital here, I'd bring in a dump truck of sterilized dirt. I'd say, let the kids play, do whatever they say, and give them whatever they want for dessert. Needle, noodle, needle, noodle, needle, noodle, needle, noodle. If doctors and nurses would rock to and fro we could sit on their heads and say giddy up go ride them around and collect all the pills and pile them up into sliding down hills take off the stethoscopes chuck the white coats slide down the pills using bedpans for boats yeah were squirt guns, I'd find some big ones, I'd fill them with punch or with soup left from lunch. I'd go under my bed and when somebody said, hey that kid is in here, where'd that kid disappear? Well, <laughs> I might squirt their shoe, Good idea. just to see what they do. <laughs> hey, you know, if elephants came here to get themselves fixed, yeah. they'd sneeze with their trunks, blow the paint off the bricks. <laughs> and a kid-type thermometer isn't so fine for giant big elephants' temperature time. You've got to be careful, don't lose it inside. Cause if you get a man, whoa, there's no place to hide. Need Ali Noodali, Need Ali Noodali, Need Ali Noodali, Need Ali Chairs flew. I know what I do. Well, I'd float down the hall when the doc comes to call. Make up a story about hospital food and say, Doc, my dinner just tastes so good that I saved some for you. Come on, take a big bite. The doctor would say, Are you sure you're all right? I am fine. Germs look like worms, we dip them in ink And we make them paint lines as they drain down the sink If pillows could talk, yeah, I know mine would say Get your head out of bed and go outside and play If the things in our song haven't happened well, then well Maybe we better just sing it again Come on! Need-a-lee, We'd cook up caboodles so no one would ever get hurt. If we were the head of this hospital here, we'd bring in a dump truck of sterilized dirt. We'd say, let the kids play, do whatever they say, and give them whatever they want for dessert. Yeah!
That was me and Bill Harley singing, along with my daughters Megan and Willow, and a regular crew of Topanga kids, Ann Carey, Nara George, Vanessa Shaw, and Abby Stallcup. The wonderful Michelle Browerman played synthesizer with Roger LaRocque on percussion and Carl Seelove on bass. Hospitals are full of strangers, new words, machines, and unfamiliar sights, smells, and sounds. They can be intimidating places even for adults, so imagine what it must feel like to a small child. There are things that can be done to help kids feel more in control and master the feelings of being overwhelmed, scared, and powerless, having fun with unfamiliar objects and procedures, and thinking or singing about funny things that can happen can lessen the fear of the hospital environment. This technique, known as desensitization, is similar to the immunizations we give children to prevent disease. It allows them to interact with the words and objects in small, harmless doses, so that eventually they will see them as less stressful. One example of desensitization involved a toddler who needed warm packs applied to her eye every three hours. She was so fearful that she would thrash around during the procedure, fighting it and crying. The next time the procedure was due, her nurse allowed her to play with wet gauze and put it wherever she wanted to, including on the nurse and her dad. Following that, she allowed the nurse to place warm soaks on her hand, arm, shoulder, and finally on her eye without any struggle. It always helps tremendously when parents have a positive attitude toward the hospital and staff. That helps a child be less fearful and more relaxed and trusting. Some parents make comments about those mean doctors and nurses as a way of showing sympathy for their child. Others threaten or tease about getting shots or being hurt in some way for misbehaving. For many children, these comments can create an unnecessary barrier of fear between them and the staff. Play therapy, or pretending with dolls, puppets, stuffed animals, and hospital objects also helps a child to be the big person in control and see what things feel like. Watching them hear their own heartbeat for the first time is a magical moment. Taking some time to play with a child can also give us some important clues to their perceptions and fears. We could even ask them, what would a hospital be like if you could run it? Wouldn't it be nice if needles were soft like cooked spaghetti? What other uses for hospital objects can you think of? Maybe urinals could be used to build sandcastles. School-age kids may enjoy writing stories about being in a hospital. And pokes, or shots, are probably the number one fear of children, and few children escape this experience while in a hospital, whether as an injection, an IV start, or a blood test. While it may be impossible for a child to fully understand why they are being hurt when we're supposed to be making them better, it is important for them to know that they're not being punished and that this will help them get better. Be honest, stay relaxed, and say things like, it may hurt for a minute, and then it'll be over. Or, I'll help you hold still. Or, it's okay to cry. Younger kids may be afraid that all their blood will leak out and need to be reassured that only a small amount will be taken, and the hole will close. Band-aids are also very important to some children, so be sure to offer them. One of the many wonderful traits about children is that they are so forgiving and almost always respond to being held, hugged, and stroked afterwards. We have found that a treasure box filled with donated trinkets and toys to choose from helps decrease negative feelings about what has happened and promotes cooperation when it's necessary to repeat pokes. There are also a number of techniques that can lessen the perception of pain. Playing music that engages the child, especially with humorous words, stroking the opposite body part simultaneously with the actual poke, or applying an ice glove on the arm and accompanying this with 
talking about cold things like ice cubes, snow cones, or snowballs. For younger kids, story gloves, puppets, pinwheels, and pop-up books can be good distractions. If possible, let the person who starts a child's IV know which hand he or she uses to color, eat, so they can try to place the IV in the opposite hand. As in the song, it's fun for kids to imagine hiding from staff or being the one in power, armed with a syringe. One young patient regained his sense of power by squirting everyone in lab coats or uniforms with disappearing ink. I'm Peter Alsop. I want to be sure to thank the nurses, Penny Peffley and Diane Gates, for their help writing notes like these in the booklet we put together that goes along with our In the Hospital album. Thank you for stopping by. I'll be back soon with another song to chew. Bye for now.